You are listening to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 34. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. It's a beautiful day here in Michigan. The sun's shining. It's about 75 degrees. It's just perfect. So I have the windows open while I'm doing the podcast, and hopefully you won't hear a lot of outside noise. But if you do, just be aware that that's what's going on here. It's such a gorgeous day. I wanted to record the podcast and then move on to bike riding and walking the dogs and getting some other things done. Ironically, what I'm going to talk about today is getting things done. So that's all going to kind of wrap together. Before I start, though, I'd like to talk a little bit about the Enneagram podcast that we did last week with Bridget that I thought was amazing. And I just want to let you know that we are planning on doing a second and possibly a third podcast about Enneagram because it's so complicated. And I know the first podcast that we did about Enneagram was... A little bit of an introduction in just to the nine types and the different things that you can do with Enneagram and how it promotes your development. And so we want to dig deeper into that. And we planned on doing that for this week's podcast, but Bridget was here with me at home. Then she had to leave to go to Kentucky because she's singing with Kentucky Opera in September in a production of Carmen. So now she's in Kentucky in rehearsals for Carmen and she's super busy. I am hoping at some point this week she's going to be able to record over the phone with me to do the next part of the Enneagram podcast, so stay tuned for that. I hope you enjoyed the last one, and I hope to do more work around it. I've been spending a lot of time this week studying Enneagram and getting a better grasp on the deeper levels of the system and how we can use them to improve ourselves because that's really what Enneagram was designed to do, is help you understand yourself and then also understand others better. So I'm excited to do a second half of that podcast, and I promise that we're going to do it soon, and I hope you'll be patient. Anyway, let me know if you enjoyed it. Send me an email, drop me a line. Let me know what you think of this whole Enneagram system. And if you have anything specific that you'd like us to talk about, because we're still developing those future podcasts. So today I want to talk about how to get things done. And it's kind of like goal setting, but not completely. It's a little bit different way to look at it. So if you want to be productive and you want to stop avoiding things, if you have dreams that you haven't been working on and you feel like you're just stuck in a rut if you're frustrated about anything, either in your house or in your life, that you want to get done, that's what this podcast is all about. In order to get things done, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because most of the time, when we're trying to get things done, the reason that we don't do it is because we don't like the uncomfortable feelings that goal setting brings up. We don't like the fact that when we go to do something different or unusual, that it brings up discomfort for us. It brings up uncertainty. And we don't like that feeling. But discomfort is a feeling that you have to feel in order to learn new things. 
And when you're trying to accomplish something new, discomfort is a big part of it. So the first thing we need to do when we're trying to get things done is be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Things like confusion, self-doubt will come up, you'll distract yourself, you'll have all these distractions that come up in your mind because your mind is trying to avoid the fear and avoid the confusion. You might start feeling sorry for yourself. All these things will come up. When I first started wanting to write a blog, I had all these really uncomfortable feelings around that because I always felt like I wasn't a good writer. I had all these stories in my head from when I was a kid in high school that this teacher told me I wasn't a very good writer or I didn't do a very good job in this class. And so all these things, when I started thinking about writing, would come up in my brain. And that's typical. When you pick something that you want to do, the first thing your brain's going to do is bring up all these warnings. You're not good enough. You can't do it. You've never done it before. You don't know how to do it. All these thoughts are going to come up for you. And that is going to feel uncomfortable. And those are the things we need to start to anticipate so we can be uncomfortable on purpose when we're setting a goal. I had this idea that I wanted to write a blog and then perhaps have it published in some of the veterinary magazines. And so first I had to get over my uncomfortable feelings about writing, and then I had to set that goal. So I'm going to use that as an example as we go through and how you can accomplish any goal that you want to accomplish. Now, there is a thing called the 30-day goal that I learned from one of my coaches, and I'm going to share some of these steps with you. And you can call it whatever you want, but basically it's the same steps. So first, you need to pick something that you want to do. In my case, it was the blogging and getting something published. And I've done this with a lot of things around my house, like cleaning the garage, cleaning out a closet. I've done it with setting goals around meditating every day. I've done it around exercise. When I was getting ready for my 50-mile bike ride last, last summer, I had to use the 30-day goal to get my training in for my 50-mile bike ride. So you can basically pick anything that you want to pick, but just pick one thing. So it can either be simple or complex, doesn't really matter, but just pick something that you know you will do and that you're going to hold yourself responsible for. It could be something tangible, like I want to create a blog, or it can be something in your home, like I want to redecorate a room or clean a closet. But don't spend too much time deciding. Just pick something that you've been wanting to do for a long time and you've been procrastinating on it and you just really would feel much, much better or you think you'd feel better if you got it done. So just pick something. And it'll sound like this. By September 30th at midnight, I'm going to get X done. So for me, it would be, I'm going to get a blog done. And I know that I will get it done because, and then fill in that blank. I know I'm going to get it done because I've promised myself to do it. So once you have this goal set, there are some questions that you're going to need to ask yourself. And you're going to have to spend some time doing some thought work. Because like I said before, all these uncertainties are going to come up in your brain. And that's natural and normal. And you're going to have to look at them and face them. So ask yourself these questions. Once you have this goal in mind, ask yourself, first, why do I want this goal? What's important about it to me? 
Why am I committed to doing it? These are some of the things you need to ask yourself because you're basically preparing yourself for the negativity that your brain's going to create. So if you have a good solid reason why you want to get it done and also why you're committed to it, then that's going to help you deal with the negativity that your brain creates. And then can you choose somebody that you can be accountable to? Because being accountable to another person helps so much when you've got something that you want to get done. When you start to chicken out or back out and your brain is starting to scare you, then there's somebody else out there that you can communicate with to help you stay accountable and stay on track towards that goal. So when I set the blogging goal, I was sure to tell my husband exactly what I was doing and why. And then I also told my kids, I'm like, look, I'm going to start this blog. It might be terrible. It might cause me to struggle. It might cause me some icky feelings, but I really need you guys to hold me to task because I want to get it done by such and such a date. And I don't remember what date it was, but I picked one and I really need to get this done. So when you pick your goal and you pick your date, then have somebody that you can be accountable to. That's really important. And because you know that these icky feelings are going to come up for you or these negative feelings that your brain's going to create, you need to think about how am I going to need to feel to get this done? You know you're going to feel negative. You know that negativity is going to come up. But what is it that I'm going to need to feel in order to move beyond the negativity? So in my mind, my blogging goal I had to choose something like, I'm going to need to feel brave, I'm going to need to feel invincible, excited, whatever feeling you think that you're going to need to feel to create this goal for yourself, think about it. Because when the doubts start to come in, you've got to start to reach for that feeling that, you're ch- that you've chosen and write it down. Because at some point, you're going to need to go back and say, oh, here's all these icky, cruddy feelings that I'm feeling. What, was, what were the feelings that I thought I was going to need to feel in order to create the goal? And then you can read them and say, oh yeah, bravery, excitement, determination. These are all the feelings that I'm going to need to feel in order to get over my bad feelings that my brain's going to want to bring up. And what are your feelings now? If you're having negative feelings now, what are they? Feel them, listen to them. And then what do I need to change them to? And that's why you need to write all this stuff down. So once you've explored all the feelings, all the ugly feelings and all the positive feelings that you're going to need to feel in order to get this goal done, and you've got your goal, then we have to get down to making it more specific. So we've got what is the goal? When is the goal? And now why is the goal? Because we talked about that why feelings, then we need to work on the how. And this, when you get to the how of a goal, that's when your brain's really going to go crazy on you. And that's why you have to do all the pre-work on the goal and the setting the goal and the thought work, because when you start getting to the how, that's when you start to go into the procrastination mode, avoidance mode, because you don't always know how. And when you start to think about the how, that's when your brain's going to start to feel fear, 
doubt, confusion, and you're going to start to get into all that jumbly mess of your brain. So the way to create the how is to brainstorm. So what I mean by that is if you, let's say, are going to write the blog, and that's my example, now I need to brainstorm about how do you write a blog? How long does it need to be? I need to decide that. That might be a first stop or a stop. And so when you get to this point of brainstorming, it doesn't have to be in any order. You just have to sit down and start throwing it out there. So in my case, it would be, I need to decide how long a blog is. I need to decide what I want to write on. I need to decide where it's going to be posted, how it's going to get posted, who's going to be my target audience, how often does it have to be done, where do I need to post it, where am I going to get my stories from, what subject matter am I going to do, all these things. So if your goal is to clean a closet, what are you going to need to do to clean a closet? Are you going to need to have a bin to put the throwaways in, garbage bags, donation piles? What are you going to need to do? What are you going to need to prepare? And how are you going to be ready to accomplish this goal? So basically, you're going to be brainstorming and creating a list of all the things that need to be done. And it doesn't have to be in order. You just brainstorm it. So let's say you have a list of 20 things that you're going to have to do now. So you have your goal. You have your time frame. Now you have your brainstorming list of the things that need to be done and the how. A whole bunch of things are probably going to come up around that list. So now we have to look at that list and say, okay, if this is a list of things that need to be done in the how, what are the obstacles that I can foresee around these action steps or around this brainstorming list that I've just created? Because we know that there's going to be some obstacles. In my case, the obstacles are, I don't know how to post a blog. I don't know what the blog sites are. I don't know how long a blog's supposed to be. What am I going to do to overcome those obstacles? So for each step, I'm going to look at that step and say, okay, I'm not sure how long a blog is supposed to be, but one of my action steps is to figure out how long a blog is supposed to be. So what am I going to do to overcome that obstacle? What strategies am I going to use to figure out how long a blog should be? And then write those down. And in my case, it was, I'm going to go read some other blogs. How long are they? Which ones feel comfortable to me? So what length of blog would appeal to me as a reader? And what length of blog appeals to other people? And I need to go through that and figure all that out. So those obstacles that are coming up for me around that action step, I need to decide what strategies am I going to have to put in place to overcome that obstacle. Write down the obstacles for each step on your how list. And then what will you do to overcome those obstacles? So now once you have your goal, you have your time frame, you have your whys, your feelings that you're going to need to feel, and then your how list of brainstorming and your obstacles and strategies, then you're going to move into putting this list in order. Because this list is right now in all kinds of messy order. And now you need to decide what is the first step in order to create my list of action steps towards this goal. So putting the steps in order. 
for the blog, it was deciding how long the blog needs to be. That's going to be my first step because before I even start writing, I've got to decide how long is it going to be and those kind of things. So pick a first step. Once you get all the steps in order on your list of action steps or how steps, I call those the how steps. So now you have to determine how long each step's going to take. When you get to deciding how long things are going to take, that is going to throw you into confusion because most of the time people will think, well, I don't know how long it's going to take. What do I do? How do I know how long it's going to take? And I am notorious for thinking that because when you're working on something new, sometimes it feels like you shouldn't know how long it's going to take. What you got to realize is that's your brain throwing you back into confusion mode to prevent you from getting this goal done. And so if your brain says, I don't know how long that's going to take, then you have to decide that's an inaccurate statement because it's going to take as long as you say it's going to take. The key to overcoming this confusion that your brain brings up is just deciding how long it's going to take and giving yourself a time frame. So just pick something. When I had to write my first blog, I had to decide how long is it going to take? Well, I had to pick, okay, I think it's going to take me three hours. So that's the time frame that I'm going to give myself. And that's all. That's the time frame for the writing. And so you can take each step on your list. I have a step of doing research. That's going to take me 30 minutes. I have a step of deciding how long my blog is going to be. That step's going to take me 20 minutes. And then I'm going to write for three hours on my first blog. And then I just have to stick to that because I've decided that writing a blog takes three hours. Now, since I started doing this more and more frequently, my time frames have gotten shorter because I'm getting better at it. So now I'll schedule a blog, I'll schedule an hour for writing, and then I will leave it. And then I will schedule another hour or a half hour later in order to review and edit and do some thinking. When you give yourself a specific time to get things done, then you have to get it done. And not getting it done is not an option. So if you've scheduled yourself one hour to empty the closet, then you have one hour to empty the closet, period. The stuff has to be out of there. So set the timer on your phone. This is a great exercise for me. The phone timer is something that I live by because my brain loves to procrastinate and my brain loves to distract me. And so if I know my timer's on and that I only have a certain amount of time to get one of these steps done, then I set that phone timer. And when that timer goes off, I have to be done. There's no options. You're planning it. You have to live by it. So if your brain is causing fear around this time frame, then give yourself an ample amount of time. And you'll be surprised. If you set that timer, you're probably going to get it done faster than you originally thought. But give yourself an adequate amount of time until you get used to this whole scheduling thing. So now you have your how list, your obstacles, your strategies, and you have your time frame for each step. Now the job is to put it on your calendar. So take your calendar, open it up, whether it's on your phone or it's handwritten, whatever works for you, 
and actually write it in the calendar. So you have a month to accomplish this goal. So what days do you have time available that you can schedule it in? And when are you committed to doing it? So if you're like me and you work a full-time job and you have housework to do and you have other all these other things that you want to get done, make sure you allow yourself time in whatever day to concentrate on this goal. And once you write these timeframes on your schedule, you cannot vary. You have to set boundaries around it. So if your family asks you to do something, if a friend calls you and wants you to go to lunch and you look at your calendar and you have an hour scheduled to write your blog or clean your closet, then the answer is no, I can't do lunch today because I have noon to one written in my calendar. I have something else scheduled. I can go to lunch at two. Hold to the calendar. Keep your commitment. Stick to your plan. That is so important to getting things done. And don't forget that your brain is going to fight you on this. Your brain is going to make you feel terrible at times. Your brain is going to want to do a hundred other things. Go to the phone, check your Facebook, check your Instagram, go watch Netflix. Your brain is going to want to distract you. Your brain is going to want to say yes to the friend that calls you for lunch. But look at that calendar and realize that you you have a commitment to yourself and that you're going to remain accountable to yourself and that it's so, so important because at the end of the month, you're going to have this thing done. And if you've explored the feelings that are going to come up for you when you get this done, if you're going to feel all these feels of accomplishment, if you're going to feel excited, if you're going to feel happy, if you're going to feel relieved, whatever the feelings that you chose chose for yourself when you came up with this goal, those feelings are going to be there only if you stick to your schedule. And I'm telling you that it works. I am one of those people that loves to have a million things going on. I'm super distractible. I'm kind of like a little bit of like a golden retriever. Like I want to be here and there and everywhere. I want to participate in everything. That's part of my personality. As I talked about in the Enneagram podcast, I'm a seven with an eight wing. I love having all kinds of things to do. And so for somebody like me, this goal setting process is beautiful and it really works. I'm telling you, I've accomplished so many things by using this process. So just do it. Plan on doing it. It's going to feel so good when you get that goal done. Now, because I'm easily distracted, because I like to have a lot of things going on, because I have a hard time scheduling my day, using this technique works so beautifully. For me, the best time to get things done is in the morning. So If you have a preference as to when you do your best work, then try to do most of your scheduling during that time of day. I am not really a morning person, but if I have things on my schedule in the morning, when I get up to get going, I'm way more likely to get them done than if I schedule it at the end of the day, because I know that I am going to procrastinate at the end of the day, and then I am going to have all these other things I want to get done that are going to distract me from what my schedule says and what my goals say. So for me, scheduling things before noon is 
the golden time. So what I normally do when I'm scheduling these goals is I'll take my days off and I'll take the mornings. So between the time I get up, which is usually pretty early around, you know, 5.30 or 6 in the morning to noon, that's a huge chunk of time. And I'll schedule an hour in there or two hours, whatever I need in order to get my action steps done. And if you think about it, if you have 30 days to get a goal done, even if you only schedule one or two days a week for a couple hours in the morning, that's plenty of time to get tons done. And I'm telling you, it doesn't sound like it is, but if you schedule two hours twice a week to work on this 30-day goal, you're going to be done. And if it's something that has to be done every day, then schedule yourself 30 minutes every day to work on this goal. When I was learning to meditate, I was going to meditate every day for 10 minutes in the morning. And I scheduled that into my morning routine. And it was so easy. I found myself an app. I put it on the calendar and I meditated for 10 minutes every morning. And I followed the app because the app was 10 minutes. I set my timer. I started the app. I meditated and boom, it was done. It was so easy. And I became a meditator, which I never thought I could do. So make sure that you've got this put on your calendar. Doesn't matter what the goal is, it can be done. And don't let yourself back out. Don't allow yourself to get in your own way because you know your brain's going to want to do that. Don't let it happen. Once you have gotten all this work done, you've gone through this whole goal setting process, you've got it on the calendar, then it's just following your calendar each day, doing what it is that you promised yourself you would do. And you're going to get amazing results. You're going to surprise yourself at how much you can get done and in how little time you can do it. Now you might say, well, what if I fall off schedule? What if I get distracted? What if an emergency comes up? What if I can't follow the schedule that I committed to? Because if you're anything like me, things are going to happen. If you have kids, if you have a house, if you have a job, you're going to get called away on an emergency. What if that schedule doesn't hold up? And what if you have an emergency? Because I said, you have to get it done. You must get it done. So you're going to have to get used to this idea that I have to get it done, I must get it done, no matter what, in order to be productive and in order to be focused on a goal. So if you're like me and you know yourself that you're easily distractible, if you have that kind of squirrel mentality that I often have, you might just have to have a backup plan. And it's okay to schedule a backup plan. If you want to schedule yourself a catch-up time on your day off, you can do that. Make sure the backup plan causes you some pain. Make sure that it takes away from your free time. So for me, if I had a bike riding trip planned or I wanted to walk the dogs like I do this afternoon, then making that backup plan interrupt that walking time or that biking time would be painful for me because I really want to do that. Or if you're hooked on some Netflix show, it's coming out at such and such a time, and if you don't get your work done, you're going to miss that show, then schedule your backup time for that time because you want to make it a little bit painful because then it's going to spur you on into action when you're during your scheduled time. And then once you have this backup plan, write that down. 
for me, a lot of times when I'm at work and I want to get my records written up and I know that if I don't get them written up, I'm going to have to do it on my day off, like I actually ended up doing today, it's painful. So that spurs me on when I give myself an hour at work to get the records done, I'm going to be a lot more effective at writing up records in that hour that I've given myself at work at the end of the day. If I know I, if I don't get them done, I'm going to have to get them done at home on my day off. So that's what I mean. Make it a little bit painful. So now you've got it all written down. Your goal is out there in the world. You've gotten an accountability partner. Now you just have to do it. So let's go through the steps again, because I really want you to do this for the month of September. I'm hoping this podcast comes out um, right at the beginning of the month, and it'll be a perfect time to start a new goal. This is something that I've actually worked on each month in coaching myself to have a goal. And I've been doing that for probably the past year or two. Every month I have a goal and I stick to it. So I'm going to go through the steps again, just to summarize, just so you have them concrete in your head if you're not writing them down. First, you're going to choose a goal. Then you're going to select a specific date in the next 30 days to get it done. If it's a 30-day goal or if it's a two-week goal, whatever the goal is, but pick a date. Anticipate the feelings that are going to come up for you when you write down this goal because those feelings are going to be there. Anticipate the feelings that you're going to have that are going to try to distract you from the goal and then anticipate the feelings that you're going to have when you accomplish the goal and write those down. Then you're going to brainstorm a list of all the things or the steps that you need to make this goal happen. Then you're going to look at each step and think about what are the obstacles that are going to come up for me when I'm trying to do this step and how am I going to deal with the obstacles? Then you're going to put those steps in order in a list and then you're going to look at each step and decide how long is each step going to take. Once you get the time frames written down, then you're going to plug them into your calendar with or without your backup plan. And I would suggest if you're like me and it's your first time doing this exercise that you do give yourself a backup plan, but don't be generous. Don't give yourself a lot of backup plans. Just give yourself one little wiggle room backup plan because if you give yourself too much leeway, you're going to figure out a way not to get it done. And then the last step is to just do it. Imagine how you're going to feel when this goal is complete and just get it done. Just do it. And the most important thing is to realize that it's not always going to feel great when you're doing this exercise or you're going through this exercise and that it's okay, that it's normal. It's normal to feel fear. It's normal to feel doubt. It's normal to beat yourself up or worry about whether you're good enough, but just get it done. And don't worry about so much the quality because sometimes that will hang you up. If you can just remember that getting it out there is more important than getting it perfect, then you're going to be more likely to spur yourself forward, push ahead, and accomplish this goal. Okay? So if you need an accountability partner and you want it to be me, send me your goal in an email. Write down what you've promised to do in the next 30 days, and I can be your accountability partner. If you feel comfortable doing that, I'd be happy 
to email you once a week and make sure that you're staying on your goal. Just make sure that you have some sort of goal that you're going to get done this month. It's so important because once you've done it once, the next time is going to be easier. And each time you set these goals up, it's going to be easier. You're going to feel so great when you get something done. Get it on your calendar, push through it, and just get it done. I'm so excited for your goals. I'm so excited to hear about it. So if you're willing to share, send me an email, share your goals with me. I'd love to hear about it. If you have any suggestions for the podcast, I'd love to hear about that. So this is all I have for you today on goal setting and how to get it done. I really appreciate your you being with me. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I'm working hard to make it better. And my son's been working hard to make me do better sound because he's always listening and critiquing to my sound as he edits it. Thanks so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited each week to do this podcast and get it out there to you. I hope it's useful. I hope I'm getting some good information to you. And if you have any suggestions for me, send me an email at jacapelldvm at gmail.com. I'm always happy to hear from you. If you want to get a weekly email from me, I have a thing called Weekly Words that I send out every Wednesday morning. So if you want that, you can go to my website. It's theveterinarylifecoach.com or juliecapel.com and sign up for my weekly words. I'd love to put you on the email list. And please leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast and let me know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. It helps me out. It helps me get the podcast out there to more people and try to improve it for you. In the next few weeks, my son Tristan and I are going to be working on the sound a little bit more. We've got a little bit of a new setup that we're trying. We are working on new music for the podcast. So once we get that out there, let me know what you think. Tristan is brilliant at what he does. He struggles with me a little bit and my consistency in my sound. And that's what we're trying to change. So let me know how it is and let me know what you think. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoy your day. I'm going to go bike ride and walk my dogs. Go out there and set some goals. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.